Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. In for Vince Petrano, here's Greg Matzik. Well, happy Valentine's Day to one and all. A record $6.4 billion is projected to be spent on jewelry alone Woo. this Valentine's Day as an unprecedented number of Americans prepare to propose a Valentine's Day proposal. I did not go that route. March 31st, 2013, it was Easter Sunday, the day that I proposed to my wife. June 22nd, 2022, St. Catharines, Ontario. A new study found Wisconsin is the number 40 least expensive state for engagement rings, averaging $6,336 spent per (sighs) engagement ring purchased. 40th least expensive state. So Wisconsin is in the bottom 10. So I was doing. So I'm currently in the process of getting married later this October. So I'm learning new things every single day about how really, really, really expensive planning a wedding has gotten. And I was looking into these costs for the engagement ring, and then I was thinking, okay, now my next step is getting that wedding ring. And I noticed the engagement ring costs average around five, six, seven thousand dollars. But then wedding rings are significantly less, I have noticed, across everything that I've found. Well, I wonder why that is. Well, the diamond has a lot to do with it. Sure. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt about that. Uh, the 10 most expensive states in order here are New York, California, New Jersey, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Nevada, Florida, Texas, Illinois, and Rhode Island. The only one that stands out to me there as being kind of an oddball is Rhode Island. Hmm. But in New York, the average folks are going to spend on an engagement ring is nearly $11,500. <laughs> That is pricey. Now, they go through the most popular shapes, most popular size and color and clarity and all that kind of stuff. There is a level of color and clarity that you can only detect with a a microscope, Mm -hmm. right, where you you probably don't need to go that route. If you want to, hey, go ahead. Most popular shape is round, cushion, and oval, uh, a distant second, and the princess cut diamond, a distant third at just 8%. But 40% go with uh, the round. And if you're in South Dakota, that is the least expensive or I should say the least amount of money spent on an engagement ring on average at $4,923. Greg Hill has a look at sports next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Yeah, we'll start with the Bucks this morning hosting the Jimmy Butler-less Heat. 25-point lead for the Heat. Kevin Love tees up another three and sticks it. The beat goes on and a timeout from Milwaukee. Yeah, not really the love you want to hear this Valentine's Day. You can hear the exasperation in Dave Kane's call on WTMJ. As the Bucks fall to the Heat, 123-97. Tough go-around for the Bucks last night. There were times where they at least cut it to single digits, but an offensive drought coming out of the half paired with a confusion on the pick-and-roll constantly. The Heat just took off with it. Head coach Doc Rivers' assessment of the defense. It's the first night that I didn't think we were into the ball like we've been in. I thought we backed up tonight. Uh, We reverted back tonight defensively. Yeah, but coach, what about the offense? As bad as it looked defensively, I thought our offense was way worse tonight. I thought it started early. We were shooting 51% at halftime, and I thought we were playing just awful offense. Yeah, they looked to bounce back, though, as they head to Memphis to take on the Grizzlies on Thursday. Now the last game before the probably well-needed NBA All-Star break. We'll head to some happy basketball now. Kolick in the lane. Short, Floater is short. Aimed it again. He got his own rebound. Throws it back out to Cam Jones. He'll try That's a three. Oh, my goodness. ATM! 
8 p.m. They're always open. Yeah. It is only a Tuesday, so the bank should be open. Indeed. Nothing like a Cam Jones banked in three to bring basketball spirits higher. Homer and Marquette Hall of Famer Tony Smith on the call there. The Golden Eagles get their revenge on the Butler Bulldogs. 78-72, to the final score. Butler, the last team to beat Marquette before their current eight-game win streak, so a little revenge is sweet that they are on right now. Now, they do take the streak. It's a number one ranked UConn on Saturday afternoon. Circle that game. We got a good game for that one. Tip-off set for two on Saturday. As always, catch that game on the home of Marquette Basketball, 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. Good basketball news continues. The 20th ranked Badgers beat Ohio State 62-54. to Next up, another Big Ten matchup with Iowa in Iowa City on Saturday. And let's hear the sound of 15 straight wins. Yeah, Cowbells at the ready. The Admirals continue their record-breaking streak, being the Chicago Wolves 5-2 on home ice last night. Taking a look at the standings now, the Ads have a comfortable lead in the Central Division, a difference of 16 points between the first-place Admirals, second-place Grand Rapid Griffins. Uh, 29 games left in the AHL regular season for the Ads before the playoffs arrive. This winning streak continues, hopefully, into Saturday as they head to Winnipeg to take on the Manitoba Moose on Saturday afternoon. Finally, pitchers-catchers report tomorrow. Greg Matzik, how are we going to celebrate? By talking to Jeff Levering coming up next? Yeah, we are. There, there we go. Yeah, a lot of teams reporting today. The Brewers tomorrow. Winter has an end date for Jeff Levering. Brewers broadcaster joins us after this. It is 719 on WTMJ. Oh, winter has an end date for Brewers broadcaster Jeff Levering. He did not drive the equipment truck to Arizona. I've been able to confirm that. It's never been given that opportunity, though I think you'd enjoy it, Jeff. I think you'd have a lot of fun. Oh, no doubt about that. I think that'd be a blast. Good morning, Greg. Happy Valentine's Day. Yes. Are you wearing red? Uh, yes, I am wearing red at the moment. That's now four, I think. Yes, of course. We're doing kind of an unofficial tracker. So everybody that we see on TV, local news, national news, like it's a, it's kind of a red fest today. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think it's got to be. I don't know if anybody's going to be pinching, pinching anybody like St. Patrick's Day, right? Maybe you got to wear green on that particular day. But uh, I'd say that the majority of people are going to be wearing some sort of red. I know my kids who I'm cooking breakfast for right now. Daughter's got, uh, she's got a heart-shaped dress on, and my son's got a red shirt on. So, yeah, everybody's kind of getting in the feel of it. All right, so pitchers and catchers report tomorrow. When do Levering, Grindle, Maurer, and Yuka report? Uh, Levering reports one week from today. Uh, I believe Lane is the day after me. Yuke, I believe, is the day after me, and Josh, I believe, is coming down the last day of February is my guess, because he's still got some college basketball duties to do. I'm finished up. Um, Yuke is in his off-season mode, and Lane is as well. So next week is pretty much three out of the four of us are down there. Been a very busy offseason for sure, Jeff, and as we start to look forward now to the spring, a lot of questions that we have to answer. First and foremost, Pat Murphy takes over as manager. Um, what is the feeling you've gotten so far as to, like, how are we ramping up for this year? What does the Murphy-era Brewers look like starting in 24? Yeah, I think it's going to look pretty similar to what it's looked like in the past, right? Um, maybe the, uh, the the clothing style might be a little more dated than what we saw with Craig Council. Maybe the, the hair gel will be a little bit less, but I think that uh, – I think the way that the everyday operation is going to go is going to look very similar. Uh, listen, Murph's done this for a long time with college programs, with with big league programs. He's been running spring training with the Brewers for the last eight years. 
Um, so I, I think that it's going to look very similar to what we've seen in the past. The, the faces will be a little bit different. The pitching staff is going to look different. There will be some younger faces in camp this year. But I, I think overall it's going to look pretty similar. you got to ask about pitching too here, Jeff, right? Because, you know, Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, you mentioned them, you know, one after the other. You had Freddie Peralta and the Brewers had three all-stars at the top of their rotation. Well, then Woodruff gets hurt. Burns is traded. Peralta is back. But what is this pitching rotation going to look like? Well, after that, it's going to be Wade Miley. I think D.L. Hall is going to have an opportunity to win a job in the rotation. Colin Ray, who was with the Brewers last year. Um, you've got some young kids, Robert Gasser and Jacob Mizorowski, who are Mizorowski probably a year or two away unless he's going to be in the bullpen. Uh, Gasser's got a chance to win a job. It, it is going to look different, and I think that the trade of Adrian Hauser to the Mets uh, hurts your depth a little bit, but at the same time, I think they're going to have – Enough arms to get through. They've got to stay healthy. Um, there's no doubt about that. And, and the expectation level for a guy like Wade Miley to give you 30 starts is, I don't think that's very feasible. But if you could get 15 to 20 out of Wade, I think that's a good thing. And you supplant the rest um, as you go forward. But I think it's a big test for, for Freddie Peralta. He's ready for it. He's the bona fide ace as you go into the season. Um, but I think that, that he's ready for it. and He's excited about it. Give me one player you are most looking forward to watching throughout the spring. Uh, How about I give you two for the price of one? Tyler Black at third base, potentially first base, uh, and Jackson Churio. I'm really excited to watch Jackson every day in spring training, see if he can win a job in center field. And, and, I mean, everybody's been talking about him. Of course, the contract is, is number one, but he's a heck of a player, too. So those are two guys that I'm really looking forward to seeing every day in spring training. All right, so I, I saw Lane the other day, and he was printing out a bunch of names of players, really for all teams. I said, well, what are you doing here? Are you going to run your, your ink cartridge dry? And he said he prints out all the names, he cuts them up into strips, and that you, Josh, Uke, and Lane all get together, and you go through names of different players on the rosters, just so you kind of warm yourself up for the start of the spring training season. I didn't know you guys did that. You know yeah, fireside chats. Um, yeah, that's a smart thing to do. Pull names out of a hat and you try and guess what team they're on. And, and sometimes they're real names, sometimes they're fake names. Um, and if they're fake names, they end up in the outfield in the ninth inning of some spring training game. <laughs> exactly. uh, so, yeah, no, it's, it's really good. I mean, it's, it's just a good way because, you know, major league rosters are uh, fit so differently each and every year, right? And players are moving around. So, kind of just shuffle the deck and, and see where players are and just refresh your brain after you haven't been in baseball mode for a few months. All right, pal, travel safe. Yeah. Enjoy it. Pitchers and catchers report tomorrow. Happy Valentine's Day to the Leverings. You got it. Happy Valentine's Day. Appreciate it, guys, and it's baseball season. You got that right. Right around the corner here. Jeff Levering, Brewers broadcaster, joining us here on Wisconsin's Mixed Morning results News. on the hardwood and a fantastic night on the ice. Greg Hill, details in sports coming up at 745. It's celebration day in Kansas City. The Chiefs getting their due in front of a hometown crowd for their Super Bowl parade today. There might also be some Swifties in the crowd hoping for a special appearance. It'll be a big party in Kansas City today. They're throwing a parade for the 2024 Super Bowl champs to celebrate back-to-back titles. The two-mile route will end with a victory rally in front of the World War I Museum and Memorial. The big question, will Taylor Swift be on one of the parade buses with her tight end boyfriend, Travis Kelsey? If she is, the city estimates attendance could double. The police chief says the department is ready in case. It's estimated the parade will cost Kansas City a million dollars. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. So... Yeah. Cause the 
So I hate to burst the bubble, Greg, but uh, the report is not good on that front. Uh, Australian media reporting she is en route to Melbourne for some concerts she will be doing in Australia and New Zealand. Well, she only came back from her world tour to go to the Super Bowl. I mean, it wasn't designed to be like a week-long stay. That is (laughs) true. They made so much about that trip from Japan to Las Vegas, but there was plenty of time. Like, a regular direct flight could have done that too. Oh yeah, and all sorts of people on social media saying why she would be able to make it. There were PowerPoint presentations. The U.S. Embassy even weighed in and said, don't worry, Taylor's going to be able to make it from Japan to the Super Bowl. That's exactly what they need to be focusing their time on. Does not sound like she will be in KC today, though. Well, the party still goes on. Yes. New sponsor by Annex Wealth Management's Money Talk here at Saturdays at 10 on WTMJ. So the 50th annual American Birkenbeiner Cross Country Ski Race will take part in northwestern Wisconsin later this month. In fact, the events will begin in about a week in the greater Hayward area. This is a massive, massive event, Adam. 13,000 participants have signed up for this cross-country ski race. But they have to change the format here a little bit this year, as you might imagine. Mm -hmm. The lack of snow in northern Wisconsin throughout the state of Wisconsin is forcing organizers to sort of shift their plan but the executive director of the Birkenbinder, his name is Ben Pop. he spoke on a Facebook Live event last night explaining just what organizers had to do to make sure there was any race at all. It's been a Herculean effort. This crew had the foresight to start thinking about this back in January when we did have our one little cold snap, and the whole crew put in a huge amount of time to start stockpiling snow with the thought that if it were, yeah, maybe we don't get much snow, maybe we get a little. Well, at the end of the day, as we know, we didn't get any. And so it's been a huge mobilization um, from the county, from the city of Cable, the t- Bayfield County, um, all kinds of contractors to come together and try and bring you the 2024 American Berkabiner. They, they essentially built a mountain of snow out of the snow that fell and the snow they made. They were taking it and moving it and making mountains so that when the 50-degree days hit, it didn't melt the entire pile. So what they did with that pile of snow is then they spread it out and made a 10-kilometer loop that the skiers are going to ski on. So the, the, the signature event in the Berkabiner is this 50K cross-country ski race. Well, they're shortening it to 30K, and everybody is using the same 10K loop that the organizers were able to create because of the snow that they banked about a month ago. It's incredible. Quite literally moving mountains. And it sounds like they're not even going to be able to warm up or do any of the test waxing. I don't know if you've ever covered this event before, Greg. I have not, but I, in lacrosse, when I was working out there for years, every single February, I would go and do live reports from the Westby Snowflake Ski Jump that they have in the Cooley region. And this year, they still did the event quite literally moving those mountains of snow down the jump as well. But I see pictures of the event, and they have the big jump that has the snow all laid out, and then right at the bottom, they're literally playing volleyball in their street clothes on grass. It's just been an absolutely incredible winter. You are not kidding. So if you're a spectator, maybe this will work out better for you because it'll be more of a looped course. Uh, spread about several days. It'll take about you know four or five days to get through all the events, and everybody's going to be using the same court. But they're doing it. They are doing it at the American Berkabiner in Hayward. 746 and WTMJ. Greg Hill with a look at sports next. 
Let's start with the Bucks this morning as they hosted the Heat last night. 25-point lead for the Heat. Kevin Love tees up another three and sticks it. The beat goes on and a timeout from Mill. Just like the exhale from Dave Kane really sums it up how the uh, Bucks treatment has been going. The Bucks fall to the Heat 123-97. There were times when the Bucks at least cut it to single digits. Doc not thrilled with the defense, though. It's the first night that I didn't think we were into the ball like we've been in. I thought we backed up tonight. Uh, we reverted back tonight defensively. Yeah, offense not much better. As bad as it looked defensively, I thought our offense was way worse tonight. I thought it started early. We were shooting 51% at halftime, and I thought we were playing just awful offense. Yeah, the Bucks looked to bounce back on Thursday as they head to Memphis to take on the Grizzlies, the last game before the NBA All-Star break. Some happy basketball now. He got his own rebound. Throws it back out to Cam Jones. He'll try That's a three. Oh, oh my goodness. ATM! ATM! They're always open. It is It is only a Tuesday, so the bank should be open. <laughs> Homer Marquette Hall of Famer Tony Smith on the call. Golden Eagles get their revenge on the Butler Bulldogs, 78-72. to They take their eight-game winning streak into number one ranked UConn on Saturday afternoon. Circle that one on your calendar. Tip off set for two. Catch that game on the home of Marquette Basketball, 94-5 ESPN. And the Badgers, 20-ranked Badgers, that is, take down Ohio State 62-54. to Next up, they head to Iowa City to take on Iowa on Saturday afternoon as well. And the sound of 15 straight. Yeah, they'll be the Admirals. They continue their record-breaking streak against the Wolves, taking them down 5-2 to on home ice last night. They next take their streak on Saturday as well. They head to take on the Manitoba Moose in Canada. All right, G. Tausch next on WTMJ at 7.50. Idea Man. When did this start becoming a thing? Because I can't imagine back when the Lombardi Packers were playing, anybody gave two rips about commercials. <laughs> Innovative. Which ultra-famous supermodel sexually drank from a Pepsi can back in 19... 19- my girl. That's my girl, Cindy. And Packers Hall of Famer. I don't think anybody uh, of a certain age has any problems figuring that one out. <laughs> it's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. All right, Tausch. 16 years of sales data are in... And the folks at CandyStore.com have revealed the top Valentine's Day candies in the state of Wisconsin. Number three is that Ghirardelli gift box. Number two, the conversation hearts that say, be mine or you're the one or whatever. And number one, the Hershey's Kiss, the number one candy on Valentine's Day in the state of Wisconsin. Do you like the list? Um, I think the Ghirardelli's one, I understand. I think Hershey's Kisses, yeah, they're cute, but... No, I, I don't buy that. I mean, if you b- go home to your wife and you bring her, what, five Hershey's Kisses, is she going to be ecstatic about that? I think the idea of, you know, chocolate-covered fruit, I think it, in today's day with all of the – with big candy being at being everywhere that you can look, I'm going to say what I think should be number one. And this isn't because they're a partner and they're partnering with us on this segment. Those Kohler turtles that they make with the, you know, with the nut and with the caramel and with the chocolate. Nothing better. Mm-hmm. That, that should be the number one chocolate in the state of Wisconsin, bar none. Thoughts that, on the edible arrangements, Tausch? Like them. I like them. Uh, because you know it's going to be, it, it's typically, 
that will bring a smile to somebody's face. So, you know, if you do that when someone loses someone or if it's a big event, do do you ever get an edible arrangement and frown? Do you ever get one and say, (laughs) this isn't a welcome addition to whatever event or thing happens? And it could be sad. It can be happy. It could be joyous. You bring an edible arrangement to something, you're going to be – smiling from ear to ear. Yeah, Just, n- nobody has a bad time with, with star fruit. All right, now, thanks, uh, excuse me, Valentine's Day in <laughs> in the Tauscher household. Are, are you ahead of the game on this? You've got a beautiful no. wife. You've got a great family. Uh, Where- <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. I, mm. So what I've learned, uh, I've struggled, and obviously I've had, uh, you know, the jewelry game is, is good. But I think when it comes to creativity, what I've done that I think has been really smart is I let other people do stuff that are a lot better than me. I try and make sure we plan a little something, but my go-to now is my daughter. She is really creative. She loves making cards. So what I've done is I've always liked writing on the card and I feel like I'm pretty good at that. So I basically use Eleanor as a cartoonist slash illustratist. She will draw pictures. I will write the note and Hallmark be damned, uh, that's a much better way to go about business because then it's, you know, you're being collaborative with our kids, and it's been a real win-win for the Tauscher family. Tausch, I'm curious, earlier this morning, Greg and I were talking about the average cost of an engagement ring, as many people will be proposing to their special someone. Do you remember how much you spent on yours? Because I got engaged a couple of years ago, and I'm hearing numbers like five, six. 7000 on average, and my mind is just absolutely boggled that people will spend that much money on what's essentially very nice stones and something you may pass on to a daughter or someone in your future, but that just seems like a lot. Uh, yeah, it is a lot. Uh, I don't remember exactly. I know it was kind of that same thought process of, whoa, but uh, again, then you just look at it and you think of how important it is, and I, I get the whole thing. I I've never understood that, well, you need to spend three months. Then well, you spend six months. And then if you're playing in the NFL, uh, do you do it in the off season when it's, the, you know, when you're just getting your workout stuff? Uh, it's, it's a complicated thing. But the bottom line is, I think, as long as it's, uh, you know, you're, you know, not going into crazy debt to do it, it's probably the most important investment, you know, not the ring per se, but the actual process that you go through that will bring either joy and the most joy in your life. At least that's what you hope for. Happy Valentine's Day, pal, from me to you. Well, what are you doing, Greg? What are you getting? Uh, what, well, you, what's the what's the plan at your house? So that the kids get into it. They love it. So I've got a little something for each of my daughters, and uh, we'll have something available for when my wife gets home from work today, um, including oh, a, 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 a heartfelt get... written card. You have to get uh, your kids' stuff, too? Uh, I do. Little things. They like to get into it. Yeah. Greg, you're the best. <laughs> Look at you. Look at you. Now you just made me feel bad, and I'm going to have to go scamper out and try and figure something out. All right, pal. Well, you got about an hour before Wildey and Tausch starts. Good luck. All right. See you guys. See you, pal. Mark Tauscher joins us here at 758 on WTMJ.